Welcome back to another episode of the Into the 99 podcast, where we've got 99 cards because Commander's number one. I am your hostess with the mostest, Necrozak, and joined by Brian, Ryan, Dan, and the ever-knowledgeable Lotus. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Very well. Uh, notably, Benson is not on the podcast with us. Um, after last week's expedition to find the Sam Squinches in Quebec, he decided to move off to hunting bigger prey. He's actually in search for Skull Island to find what is notably the first interaction with King Kong in probably three years. So <laughs> God luck and good speed, buddy. Hope you make it back safe with giant bananas. Uh, Dan, what are we uh, here to talk about today? Yeah, good luck to Benson. Um, today we're going to be talking about the face cards for the commander decks for Strixhaven. So these should be the big boy commander decks, not the little ones that we've seen. I've really, really liked their little intro decks that kind of replace the dual decks. But these should be the full commander decks, the equivalent of the Ikoria ones. And I'm really, really hoping that. So we should have the large oversized card that comes with it. We should have the multiple commander options in it. But today we're just going to go over the five colleges face cards. We talked a little bit about the deck names before. Now here's a little bit about what we kind of what we see from these pre-spoiling face cards where we would go with the decks and maybe some cards you'll want to pick up with them. So without further ado, we're going to get into the Boros one. I, I sent this one to Zach and he just immediately fell in love with it. So Zach, take this Boros one away and let's talk about it. Okay, so I'm probably going to pronounce the name wrong. So you guys can do what you want with that. But it's what Oscar or Oscar, the Reconstructor. It's two and Boros. For a legendary creature, Giant Artificer, it's a 4-4 with Vigilance. You can pay one, sacrifice an artifact. Target creature you control gets plus two, plus zero until end of turn. And then as another activated ability, you can pay X and tap them. Exile an artifact card with mana value. God, that's weird to say. Mana value X from your graveyard. Create two tokens that are copies of the exiled card. Activate this only as a sorcery. So first off, I hate the activate only as a sorcery. I'd really like to be able to do it in response to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my only yeah. problem with this card. Um, Everything else about this card is pure gasoline. So I've never, I've never built a Boros Commander deck. I, I can't be bothered with the colors on their own. I just can't be. But this does two of the three things I love to do in Magic, which clone, copy, reanimate. Here we are. I'm getting to do two of those. Um, this is a super interesting commander, and I feel like a lot of people are giving this an actual like chance to be good. I've seen a lot of people talking in the community that Boros has nothing like this, which we don't, this doesn't lead to the typical, you know, multiple combat step Boros thing or going wide where you are going wide, but in a much, much different way. So it seems very exciting. I'm excited to build this. It's a really, really cool card. Like the first off four, four for vigilance, four, four vigilance for four mana is a very, very solid it's good stats on the card, right? Like you're not losing out mm-hmm. on anything. You've got a pretty beefy card. Giant got a lot of love, so there's good stuff for the tribal. But yeah, there's just, it has a lot of cool stuff. The sacrifice and artifact is really good. And that token generator, I think is just going to be a bonkers ability. Yeah, I see so many different interactions and so many like weird things you can do. Like I said, I've already built my first version of the deck, not knowing obviously what's going to be in the commander deck. You know, with these being the commander decks we're expecting them to be, we're going to get multiple new cards printed in this deck specifically for this deck. So I'm sure there are going to be some some dumb stuff that you're going to want to copy or things that are going to lean to these this strategy very very heavily. So let's, let's get into it a little bit. Like what are some of the cards, Zach, like you said, you already started building it. What are some of the ones that you would initially just put into this deck? So um, a mechanic that I've always wanted to play with, but haven't found a deck that really felt good for me to do that with is modular. Um, It's an older mechanic. So modular says like a creature, like I have here, like a, Scrapyard uh, Recombiner Modular says it'll be modular and then a number. This creature enters the battlefield with two, in this case, two plus one plus one counters on it. When it dies, you may put its plus one plus one counters on target artifact creature. So I'm 
I'm playing with a lot of cards that have modular. I picked up Scrapyard, Recombinder, and like Artbound Ravager because I want to be able to sacrifice creatures constantly, bring them back, and get a ton of value. So Those came out from the, the first Mirrodin set, weren't they? Or the Sun, oh. Some did. Fifth Dogs on. Still. Yeah, Fifth on. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking about. So I feel like this is a commander that's really going to like want to do that. Uh, another card I picked up is Goblin Engineer. It's one to red for a Goblin Artificer. It's a one-two. When Goblin Engineer ETBs, you may search your library for an artifact card, put it in your graveyard, then shuffle it. Then you can pay one red and tap it, sacrifice an artifact, return target artifact card with CMC three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So my initial response when I saw this card and I talked to host chat is, is there an entomb in red? The mm-hmm. closest thing I could think of was Gamble and Brian, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan suggested Goblin Engineer and this exactly fits what I want it to be. So I'm doing a lot of graveyard shenanigans. Obviously, we want to get <laughs> artifacts into the graveyard and making copies of them as well as um, playing stuff like Cosmic Intervention so I can sacrifice everything and just bring it right back at the end of the turn. So that's kind of my thought process is making multiple copies of things, making creatures bigger, maybe flinging them at people or just getting through for tons of damage and just outvaluing people with my graveyard. I personally, first off, would pick a Zerda up for this deck. The activated ability reduction, mm-hmm. like you can't really get the training grounds effect in these colors, but Zerda does give it to you. You also uh, have Heartstone. Yeah, there's, well, actually you can double the Heartstone. There is um a really, really good chance to abuse ETB abilities. Stuff like uh, Combustible Gear Hook, for example, is going to be a really, really good card to get multiple times, right? Cataclysmic Gear Hook, if you're a monster and someone's playing Artifact Hate and you just really want them to not like you. But, like, there's going to... Go ahead. So that was something that I was excited about, too. So I picked up at Scrapyard Recombiner not only because it had modular, but it's Construct. And so the sub-theme of what I built is, like, a Construct tribal deck. And Combustible Gearhawk is in that deck. There are a lot of um, constructs in that deck that we're just able to tutor up and search because of cards like Scrapyard Recombiner and other artifact cards um, that search for artifacts. I really like it. I personally am going to use it to uh, get a bunch of the... You're looking to be able to sacrifice artifacts. I really like to overdraw, so I'm going to be doubling Font of Mythos and things Mm -hmm. like... uh, Oh, man, that's amazing. So that I can just sit there and constantly overdraw my deck and throw it out like i'll i'll put an alhamaritz archive in it i won't be able to double it up but uh you can also go ahead you can also do weird things with the artifact lands yep we got three in our colors that you can sacrifice well at least three we have more than that but um like great furnace for example you can sacrifice it to one of the many sacrifice and artifact effect and then you can pay zero exile it and get two very solid Couple cards. I thought. See, I thought. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lotus. I, I was going to say I, I've I looked at this and I was looking at the copy effect of bringing artifacts back. So anointed procession was in my list of things that I was going to use to double that as again. Yep. Um. So you use things like Sunforger to tutor your deck, and then you can get multiple Sunforgers. Um. And then if you do exile an artifact that you really want to use again just pull from eternity put it back in your graveyard from exile a couple of cards i had thought about were junk diver and mirror retriever so sacking to bring back stuff then making copies and bring back even more stuff um and then i can't remember the names of the cards but there there's two of them one when they enter the battlefield they search for a basic land and then when they leave play they search for a basic land and then there's like one pilgrim's that... eye and um... no it, it, it's like i think it's two colorless when it ETBs, you just search your graveyard or search your library for a basic. And then if you, I think you can, when it sacrifices or goes to the graveyard, you can search again. And then there's another one that lets you draw a card both of the ways. Are you thinking of like solemn? Like no, when he, just because when he comes just, in, I'll find out the name of the card. Hold on a minute. A very strong thing you'll be able to do with this is uh, Commander Legends brought us Jeweled Lotus, and everyone knows how effective that oh, card can man. be. Uh, a Jeweled Jeez. Lotus can very easily get you a turn one of your commander. And then your Jeweled Lotus back twice for somebody board wipes. A Jeweled Lotus is not an exiled card or a legendary card. So even if somebody tries to blow you off the board early, zero mana, you'll be able to recast a commander at six. It's There's a lot of really, really good stuff. You'll be able to get your Isochron Scepters. You'll be able to double up your Aetherflux Reservoirs, right? There's going to be a <laughs> lot of really, really strong cards that you can go ham with in this. So the draw one is... Quite happy. 
I'm sorry, it's Iker Wellspring. It's two colorless for an artifact, and when it enters the battlefield or is put in a graveyard, from battlefield, draw a card. And then there's another version that's the exact same card, but it goes and gets a basic land. I really, really like a lot of the stuff. Uh, I think this would be a very fun equipment deck to actually be able to go through because a lot of the best, uh, like the swords and stuff like that, uh, they're not legendary, right? Commander's Plate's not legendary. So you'll be able to just like really, really go hard with a lot of great cards. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. That, that's what I was thinking too. I was like the it, being able to do it with a sword just to get either two of the triggers of the swords or just to be able to equip them to say multiple creatures. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, I thought that was a pretty neat idea. Another another that thing. Was, Go ahead, there, Zach. That was the one thing I wanted to avoid. Is I feel like that's what Boros does, and that's what I don't really like about Boros. I like other colors for the aggressive style decks like that whereas this one i i built it aristocrats like a lot of like reckless fire weaver stuff and a lot of shenanigans of oh here's my clark clan irons work i'm going to sacrifice these artifact creatures multiple times bring them back or make copies and bring them back yeah um you can do a lot of weird weird stuff with this deck wormcrawl engine would be cool in here that yes. would be another fun one phyrexian Trinform is another card that you can also just that's do very a big absurd one thing. yep um, another thing too is Rings of Bright Hearth is not legendary, and it will copy the sac- uh, the exile is part of the cost, not the ability. So you can rings thing to double your tokens, and you can also get double Rings of Bright Hearth. Lithoform engine might be good. Ah, uh, it's legendary though, so you'll only get oh. one. Eh, no, but I mean to use Lithoform engine. Oh, yeah. double. I mean, uh, Lithoform. Card... One second, one second. Lithoform can't actually double tokens of things because. Of some no, but can, weird rule. Oh, and I guess you, exiling is. Yeah, no, it's right. the, the judge's ruling from when it came out or yeah, something like that. It's the totally right ruling. Wink, wink. But we're not here for that. <laughs> um, another, another route I thought about going because there were some legendary things I wanted to have multiple copies of is Mirror Gallery. So the legend rule doesn't apply. It is a five cost artifact. Is that. Uh, so it's, I thought that was blue. Or am I crazy? No, nope. it's an artifact. Yeah. That was a route I originally had um, because having multiple copies of our commander would be good or having multiple copies of something like, I don't know, like Traxos, Scourge of Krug, you know, a 7-7 trample for four that doesn't, it doesn't untap unless you cast a historic spell. So having multiple copies of him and just playing a cheap artifact to just overwhelm your opponents doesn't seem bad. No, not at all. Um, I, believe... I just want to shove a um, Bloodford Battleaxe in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's also an option for sure. I thought about doing something silly like that too and strictly using the Bloodforge Battleaxe as um, as free ramp with stuff like Clark Clan Ironworks and other sacrifice artifacts that gain mana. If you're going the more creature-based route, Zach, you might enjoy something like uh, Perforous Bronze Blooded as well. The ability to put the three mana, put a red creature or an artifact creature from your hand on the battlefield, sack at the beginning of the end step. Yeah, I've thought about that too because it, it wouldn't be impossible to play it, sacrifice it the same turn, make copies. Yep. Yeah, there's because a, we are at sorcery speed. There is a lot of really, really cool things that you're able to actually do with this commander. I think that it's going to be one of the more popular ones in the set because there's going to be so many ways to build it. Uh, even if yeah. you're, you know what? if you're going equipment based, this is a strong equipment commander. The ability to double up your equipment if people destroy them, that's usually how you beat an equipment deck. It's like, okay, well, I'll blow up all of your like sort of body and mind, feast and famine and stuff. And now they're like, well, I'm going to double them up. <laughs> well, it's cool too because like if you do go the equipment route, most of the time your equipment's going to be safer in hand or in grave than it's going to be on the battlefield. So if they wipe your battlefield, okay, um, I'm just going to do it again yeah i'll just make two of them good luck 
And I have to say, like, uh, now that we've been talking about what this commander is, I could see the potential for, like, to be able to react to stuff. But now thinking back to the sorcery only speed, that really put a damper on this guy. Uh, it Well, I think it would have been too easy to hardcore abuse otherwise. Like, I, I do think they balanced it pretty well because having that ability to make double tokens, like, uh, you can, like, double ensnaring bridge with something like this, right? Ooh, yeah, that's true. So, like, you could go, like, aggressively stacks-based. Like, you, you'd be able to, you can double tangle wire, like, anything like that. You can get a lot of really, really, like, annoying cards. Stacksy pieces, yeah. yeah. I, can... I just want to make, I just want to play Bosch, and I want to have a Metalwork Colossus when I attack, and then I want to throw Metalwork Colossus, and I'll <laughs> sacrifice stuff and throw Metalwork Colossus again. That's funny. They do have, uh, on the site we're looking at, they have a little description of what they are, so I'll we'll read those too. It's uh, Osgur the Reconstructor. At the Reconstructor is a professor at Lorehold College, representing the magic colors red and white, teaching about past military artifacts and weapons. Osgur is a giant with vigilance. You know, it'd be fun in this deck is mere battle sphere. Yeah, it's in my list. <laughs> it's one hundred percent. And uh, scuttling doom engine. Notably, I don't have the best goblin. Brass Tonner in here, but I do have Stuffy Doll because you can abuse Stuffy Doll easier in this deck. Kind of upset, Zach, that you didn't put Brash Tonner in there. He was in the initial build, but like <laughs> I can make, I can make, if I could make my cards in my graveyard be artifacts, it would be in this deck 100%. But <laughs> making multiple copies of Stuffy Doll, that's fine. The the only reason that he's not in this deck is because it's truly the third best goblin. <laughs> uh, no. Nope. Yep. False. 100%. That's propaganda. I'm sorry. That is illegal on this channel. All right, moving on. Well, who's the next commander we're talking about here? Uh, you want me to talk? Go ahead there. Oh, the next one is Zaffy, the Thunder Conductor. That's two colorless, blue red for a 1 4 legendary creature, human shaman. And it has Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, scry one. If that spell's mana value is five or greater, create a 4 4 blue and red elemental creature token if that spells mana value is 10 or greater zaffy thunder collector deals 10 damage to an opponent chosen at random so there is a misprint right on the card which is hilarious um the description need quickly, to study more. yeah the description is <laughs> zaffy thunder conductor teaches at the prismari college and is a maestro of the arcane orchestra representing the magic colors blue and red the legendary human shaman uses the new Strixhaven mechanic, Magecraft. Players gain a bonus from Magecraft when they cast an instant or sorcery spell. But then the site goes on and it is wrong. So we were talking about this uh, earlier. The word instead is not on the card, which means if you do something with all of the effects, you'll get them all. If you blue sun zenith someone for seven, you will also scry one, get your creature, and ten damage chosen at random. I almost think in building this and when we were talking about that a little bit more now is I, I want to include everything that makes spells cheaper and not even pay attention to the 10 damage one. But I think I kind of want to go off and just try to flood the board with four, four blue and red tokens and just scry a ton, like try to almost build a storm deck. That's going to more storm you out with blue and red elemental creatures than anything else. Well, and use things like Bur go ahead, finish there. Sorry. Oh, use things like Bergy to keep generating mana and like as cheap as possible just to keep trying to chain them together. The, uh, the scry ability on cast and copy is really, really cool. Like you're gonna, I, I do think people are going to go more of the storm route and yeah, like turning brainstorm into a scry one, then, then do your draw. Like all of those one drop cantrippy kind of things are going to get yeah, a opt, lot pop, better. Opt, yeah. Ponder, preordain brainstorm yeah. impulse well, yeah even especially if the card already has scry one right like oh i don't like this one let me go to the next one oh i don't yeah you know like that's uh it is a very strong card there was some scry love in the commander legends like i said there's whenever you draw scry x cards you draw them instead so that there's a lot of cool stuff you can do but the ability to trigger on copies is something that normally you don't see usually a copy you you lose that ability of whatever you're getting so I, I personally think that there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to get it. I would, like I said, go a little more of the Thousand Year Storm route. I would pick up like your Primal Amulets, your Thousand Year Storm, uh, your Swarm Intelligence, that kind of stuff. And yeah, making all of the copies of things is very fun. So the card that I was, this, this commander I was kind of like, 
meh, I'm not too big on is it. But the more like you guys talked about it and the more I looked at it, I really, if I was to build this deck, I want to do big splashy spells and I want to have illusionish bracers equipped to this commander all the time so that like, because I believe, I don't have it sending next to me. Like I think I thought bracers it, but is I believe... only activated, right, Lotus? Uh, I will just double check because I can't remember um, off the top of my I'm head. I'm pretty sure it's when you activate an ability, so it wouldn't, but you would Strionic Resonator and double the triggers, and doubling uh, the triggers of something like that is bonkers. Because... I, was also, okay. I was also thinking um, clone effects like Sakashima of a Thousand Faces and Sakashima the Imposter. So even if I can't illusion his bracers, because I'm pretty sure you're right, it is activated ability, and this is triggered. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd still be able to. I'd still be able to do that, and suddenly, you know, for which isn't unreasonable to ramp super hard early game. Play your commander, it get left alone. Play your commander for the second, a second copy of your commander. Play a third copy of your commander. Just keep. I just want to keep copying Zaffy with instant and sorcery spells. That'd to be, then just kill someone. That'd be yeah. That'd be cruel. So I got four of them out, and I'm going to play this ten cost what? spell, and I'm going to deal forty damage to you. Gem- it's like what I do with oh, my Grixis Goblin deck, but with one less color. The only thing, Brian, it's the uh, its opponent chosen at random. Uh, I deal 10 damage to everybody. The, uh, and 20 <laughs> to you, because I don't like you, apparently. In, in general, Chaos is kind of restricted to mono-red, but you have a lot of cards that are really, really annoying, and you get hated out of a game when you try to play Chaos things, right? But whenever you have an at-random theme... That's immediately what I go to as I start thinking of like the chaos thing. So like spamming things like chaos warp style effects and then like your normal, your pongifies to turn people's good creatures into things. Like there's a lot of really, really fun wreck the board state for people ways to do it. This is a deck that I would not be unhappy to get Cyclonic Rifted by because you're, you're going to tell that they're doing silly things, right? This, can yeah. can you say that one more time? I hate the Pardon? card. I what? hate I hate the card. But <laughs> when you're when you're doing chaos things, it's chaos is meant to just be funny and to tilt the table, right? So like I can I can laugh about stuff like that. And uh, personally, I think you're gonna want stuff that does the free casting abilities in this. I don't think you're gonna want to ramp so hard into it. You want like your omniscience. You want the big. Sure, you're gonna want your X spells and things to get mana, but. Like, you want to pick up Braid of Fire for this and get it online really, really early because the Camille of Upkeep is you gain a mana. It's a Apex of Power is pretty hilarious in this deck. Yep, stuff, exactly. Just things like that. And the ability to, if you can copy it as well, get those abilities is pretty fun because if you Blue Sun Zenith and you have a copy of it and you get to do 20 damage on a Blue Sun Zenith while you draw 14 cards, like, that's that's an exciting mechanic. That's fun. This also might be a deck that you want to play um, almost no creatures in. Like, maybe just put the few clones that can hit Zaffy, and then you can use, like, mass polymorph and regular polymorph and the red one on your 4-4 tokens to then go through your deck, get the copies, and then just go off even harder. Transmogrify, yes. I believe, is the red one. I've I've wanted to build a deck around that that didn't, that didn't feel... Um, like, like Ruffler, Thassa's Oracle... Latin yeah, I didn't want it to. Thing. I didn't want it to feel like too powerful. But this would be a deck that I would actually wouldn't mind building a spell slinger version of because, it, like Dan said, it's it's very chaos, but not annoying chaos in well, my opinion. Well, you're also not punished for it. usually when you run the spell slinger. Like um, I I like to play Kess. Kess is one of my favorite decks. It's a storm off deck. It's not like a competitive one. I had a competitive. I changed it. It just was. I, but regardless, I I really like to copy spells with it. But I pretty much only run Kess. I run like four other creatures in the deck and I get punished for it because people see that I'm casting Dark Ritual like four or five times in a turn to get so much mana and they're like, well, I'm going to kill this guy first. This this kind of has the built-in, you get the early advantage of scrying, you get the creature generation that you desperately need if you're running a deck like this and then you get the threat of like, well, let's let's roll these dice. And it is it is mm-hmm. really fun to roll dice and hit players. Like Vile Smasher is so fun for that reason. Yep, sure is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Brian just built a Vile Smasher deck, and it's a great time, right? Yeah, I do Vile enjoy Smash it. It's hilarious. And Zach's Vile Smasher Sakashima or Zakashima. Zakashima. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The uh, the is one? it? No, we're we're not done. Right. Stop sorry. jumping ahead. 
The uh, the is it one is like it. It does look like it's going to be a fun one. I personally think it might be the weakest of all of them that I've seen so far. But uh, I really really like its potential and its artwork is like undeniably beautiful. I do wish it was a, a wizard, a human wizard, and not a shaman. Yeah, a wizard tribal would have been would have been much cooler for it. But like I said, I just yeah, uh, a shaman seems really weird. Yeah, seems more in green, my opinion, green red. Yeah. Uh, next we have Brina the Demagogue. So this is the Orzov one, the Silver Quill. Uh, it is one and one black, one white for a bird warlock. Flying one three. Oh, okay. Uh, whenever, I was like, what is that thing? <laughs> when, it's a bird warlock, Brian. This is personally one of the ones that I'm very, very excited for because I like I like group hug things, and I've never seen an effect like this in these colors. Uh, whenever a player attacks one of your opponents, if that opponent has more life than uh, another of your opponents, the attacking player draws a card and you put two 1-1 counters on a creature you control. I like this I, a I, lot, actually. I think it's got a really, really cool ability. It can, it, It's a really cool politics tool of like, hey, attack them. Don't worry, you're going to get to draw. I'll put the counters on something that doesn't matter, like this little Karloff or something. Don't worry about him. <laughs> right? So... <laughs> I think it's a really, really cool card. Uh, The description of it is Professor Brima, the demagogue, can help you master both halves of the magic colors, white and black, within the School of Silverquill. Able to empower and disempower through the use of words, Brina is a bird warlock with flying. I like this one, actually. This one's super cool. Yeah, number one, Ozlith. You've got to get an Ozlith for anything that runs all these the 1-1 counters. Yep, that, yeah, uh, I forget the, the aspirant out of Kaldheim. I think it's Kaldheim. It's like a Colossus and a white. And during your combat step, you can put. Oh yes, there. yeah, the cleric. Seems like the, it'd be good for this. You just keep beefing stuff up. There's also interesting. Anyone can have the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Lotus. As I say, I love the fact that it's a warlock, hoping to open up some new things for D and D. Yep. Um. A card that I think would be really cool in this deck too. It was reprinted in Commander Legends. It's the it's a I think two in a white or one in a white. It's an Orzov guy, but it's like um, at the I think it's at the beginning of your upkeep. You, you your opponents can put plus one plus one counters on creatures and they can't attack you. Yep, uh, Orzov yeah, Advocist. Yes, that would be. <clears throat> those are the kind of effects I think would be really good in this deck. I'm not entirely sure yet what what to do with this. I feel like this is a deck you're going to want to put a lot of enchantments in so you can run your ghostly prisons. I was going to your... say I would pillow fort this. <clears throat> yeah, because you oh, want to... I have so oh. much to do with this deck. Axis of Mortality. Me. You said what? Axis Absol- of Mortality. Absolutely love so... that card, Lotus. <laughs> yes. That... <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, you have two people exchange life totals. And then you have things like um, reverse the sands, distribute any number of players' life totals. Um, if someone's attacking someone and they have more life, uh, tree of perdition them. Yep. Ooh, I do like that. That's yeah, fun. it's a. I like... <laughs> uh, uh, you, what I... you can run mages of the mirror style effects, sack it, exchange life totals with target opponent. What I really yeah. like about this this commander is um, when I read it, I just was like, this is cool. I have no clue what to do with it. And I feel like lately, not that I'm knocking the creatures we've gotten, like the legendary creatures we've gotten have been amazing, but they, for the most part, they felt very on rails, right? A lot of the community has complained about that, like especially a lot of the people who are into like the who've been playing commander for a while, like, oh, well, we used to have these commanders that were just super open-ended. I feel like th- these commanders have been very like, what do I do with this? How do I make this work? And not in a bad way, but in like a, oh, well, I really got to sit down and like go through my collection. I got to get on Gatherer and type or Scryfall and type in keywords and figure out what to do. Because like, honestly, we do get life total stuff matters in Orzov, but nothing remotely close to this. Yeah, they're very, um, you can't really play good stuff decks with these. I mean, you can, but they don't really go in. Like a lot of our previous commanders, like you're saying, are good stuff. You can just, Say, okay, I'm playing Abzan. I'm going to piss, pick the best commander for Abzan and then just put 99 good cards in the deck. Where these are like, you need to really work to exploit their abilities. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very hopeful the other, if there are going to be two more commanders and potential commanders in the decks like we've seen in the past, I'm very hopeful that they're going to be along the same lines of like, 
these are weird niche commanders. I, I, I'm very hopeful that's what we see. Well, Agreed. people really like 1-1 one, one counters theme decks. There's so many cool things you can do with them, as Zach well knows, because that's how he builds every Abzan deck. Kind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, like there's just a, uh, a lot of like fun things. And like I said, I like that like Orzov is usually your least group huggy deck. It's usually like a death and taxes, kill the board, exile everything, stacks people out deck. And it's usually a lot more focused on your own personal life gain as opposed to, like, helping other players out. It, it, it usually isn't, like, other people drawing is not usually an Orzov effect, right? So, like, uh, a more political-based Orzov deck, I think it's just a really, really cool ability. It's definitely more unique, and I do enjoy it. Like, it's, it's something that we haven't seen um, for a little while. Yeah, I am... Um, mm. I should have mentioned this at the beginning. I'm really hoping they do what they did with the Ikoria ones and bring back the whole partner mechanic as a secondary thing because I really, really like the partner mechanic. Oh, partner with. Uh, yeah, like the the Halden and Paco style, Trin and Silver. Like, yeah. Those are some of my favorite cards, especially like the, the Ikoria commander decks are what all the commander decks should aspire to be out of the box. They were amazing. I... I have a very, like, um, I'm very hopeful that they'll do something that I know they're not going to do, but I'd love to see companions come back in these decks as, like, a new like a new form. Because when I think of, like, warlocks and wizards, I think of familiars. So having, you know, a specific creature, even if it has, like, lieutenant or something like that, a keyword that, you know, are going to empower specific commanders because they're around, like... I, I think a mechanic like that would be cool, and I hope we see something like that. Lieutenant would be great to come back in um, these type of decks, too. It might even be cool to do something where it's like a, an artifact or an enchantment that enchants the, the the wizard or the warlock that gives it a benefit, but when they die, they both die. Yeah, I, I hope we see something like that. I, I think these commanders are so specific and so unique that having a signature thing to these commanders for these commander decks would be amazing. Ooh, a signature spell would be cool that you can only play with these commanders or in that school's color. Well, we got, we got what is it, Lesson? That doesn't yeah. really, it, it works for our format, but not exactly um, because we do, have the, we do have the option to draw and discard instead of because we don't have wishboards. So I'm curious if we will get a commander-specific Lesson type ability, and that's why I'm kind of basing my thought process off of. Yeah. I mean, you could always roll zero it. Very much yeah. so. Rule Zero is very, very important. I think Commander should have sideboards. Let's be real. About five cards. Well, even if you had ten. Even if you had a full sideboard, I, I don't know. I, I can't see it being a bad thing. Like, the ability to change the deck up to suit the game more seems like a fun way to actually approach Commander in general. I, I don't know. I, I think that you should be having conversations and changing your deck up anyways. How you should play like not everyone, you... Not everyone has 200 decks, so... I like wish, <laughs> like wish sideboards, but uh, do we want to move on to the next commander before we start to uh, oh. tangent too hard? <laughs> I know we, we gave this one like no love at all. None of us have thought this one out because we're so excited for the other ones. Huh. I, I, I do told... have to say that after you showing me the the Simic one, that's that's where my heart is. Yeah, we'll we'll end with that Simic one. The next one is Willow Dusk Essence Seer. It is one one black, one green. This is the Golgari one. Legendary creature Dryad Druid, which I think is a cool creature type. Uh, pay mm -hmm. one and a tap. Choose another target creature. Put a number of 1-1 one, one counters on it equal to the amount of life you gain this turn or the amount of life you lost this turn. Whichever is greater. Activate only as a sorcery. Interesting. Uh, yeah, then the description is uh, Willow Dusk Essence here is a Dryad Druid and the professor of the Witherbloom College. Preferring the Hermit lifestyle, with, uh, Willow Dusk Essence here portrays the teachings of Witherblooms through the colors of black and green. My problem with this card is I generally don't put dedicated life gain cards in a deck unless they fit a certain strategy. I definitely do. So the first card, um, the first card yeah. I thought of when I saw this guy was um, Phyrexian. Oh God, what's it called? The, uh, it's the, the one, one where that... you pay X life. Yes. Mm -hmm. As soon as I saw this guy, I was like, okay, I'm going to pay 20 life. Make a twenty twenty, and then put twenty more counters on it. 
Well, you can't because it's life gain, not life loss. No, it's both. It's both. Yeah. Oh. It's the highest. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I, I like this card. The amount of life you've gained like, or lost. I thought this was just straight up like this is like Frexian Arena, under, uh, was it under, under, what's the one that's Frexian Arena that you put Underworld on Underworld Dreams. No, mm-hmm. well, that too, but the one that you Underworld put, Connections. Yes, Underworld Connections. That new one that came in the Golgari Elf deck, where you lose life equal to the number of uh, uh, creatures of snake a chosen. Pact. The one that I think that's it, where you lose life equal to the number of a creature type you control and draw that many cards. Hatred. Yeah. yeah. This this is very interesting um, for Golgari on its own. Like this to me is an Abzan card, one hundred percent. It shouldn't be one black green. It should be white black green. Yep. Um, so just seeing it in black green, I was kind of bummed. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> this, <clears throat> this is super, super unique for the colors. And there are so many s- synergistic things you can do. So many interesting things you can do with this. I really, really like it. And not to mention like some of the, um, some of the spo- spoilers we've already seen. There are a lot of like commons and uncommons that are supporting this theme in the main set. So that already means it's going to be easy to get your hands on some stuff that are going to really help to, like soup up willow dusk uh number one you're gonna want to get like a lot of life loss and gain stuff so like the ability to run razaketh is so good razaketh is a card that people don't get to play very often i love razaketh it's so so good Velus broker of blood will be super good in this deck like doubling season branching evolution what's the other one zach jack menace yeah, there's another another plus one plus one card. Parallel thought. Or parallel. <laughs> not parallel lives, it's parallel, just the tokens. Yeah, parallel lives. Yeah. I mean shove Vorin Oh, is it just tokens? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um I typically don't play a lot of those cards. <laughs> uh Death's Embrace I, is another one that's like a pretty good one for when it dies. I mean I probably run Essence Warden just to get that life gain. Especially oh, dude, I was going to go down greed, <laughs> pay two life, draw a card. Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really interesting because like if it was just life loss, it's still good. If it was just life gain, that's still good. But the option of being both, you can do so. There's so many things. I mean, just even like if you have the budget to do it, to be able to like sack a you know have something to go fetch a land and put a land into like a shock land into play untapped. That's three. That's three damage that you've done to yourself that you can potentially put three counters on something, and sometimes three counters is just enough. No, no, the card you need the most for this deck is going to be Eternity Vessel. That it comes in with your life total where X is your life total, and whenever a land enters, you get it. That is going to be a really, really strong card. Yeah, I I still hate that this is capped with sorcery speed. Uh, It it would be too strong to not be. We've Uh, seen that a we've seen that a lot more on legendary creatures like. The one that I think bothered me the most was um, Prime Speaker Vanifar, but I I couldn't imagine that deck like without sorcery speed abilities for her. So I'm sure it'd be it'd just be the same thing for this. It'd be way too abusable. Well, and if like if it's on somebody else's turn and they attack you for twenty, and then you're just like, okay, I'll put twenty counters on this dude, untap and kill you. Well, this is mm-hmm. another one that's also going to function like we were saying with the exchanging life totals. Because when you do exchange life totals, that does count as both life gain and life loss. So whatever is the greater for you. But something like a Mages of the Mirror, we know how easy it is to recur creatures in a Golgari theme deck. Get them back. That's what what Zach does, right? He reanimates things, right? And the ability to exchange, uh, you can only do it in upkeep for Mages of the Mirror, right? But that's huge. Like if I have, if I'm playing life gain, Zach's at 40 and I'm at 200 life, and he just switches, that's a really, really big creature he's going to be able to make every turn when he keeps doing it. And, and haste does exist in black and green. Like, yep. very, like, it's yep. not hard, to, it's not hard to have, like, something like, um, oh, God, I'm doing so bad with names right now, but uh, Vengevine has haste, and you can get it back from the graveyard. Mm-hmm. The the guy that was just reprinted in Times Tower Remastered is a double black and has shadow and haste. Verdant Cat, uh, Foreign clocks has haste. So it's not it's not hard to based. Yeah, it's it's not hard at all to be able to do like Dan said and just literally alpha strike someone in your you know, on your turn. And we're in green, so we have trample. I just want to put in a colossal dreadmore and kill you with it. 
<laughs> uh, stuff like That's soul a- conduit as well is really gonna like i said i i personally am gonna go down that like basically like self-mutilation to to exchange life totals with people i uh, i really want to go that route where i'm just like hurting myself you and, mean captain ginyu yes exactly <laughs> just <laughs> just really go off hard and like just like I, I think this is gonna be a fun, but I'm I'm gonna build this one to basically just like self-harm myself with everything where every time creatures are dying, I'm drawing and losing life, I'm paying life to do X. Uh I would do uh necropotence and something like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like lots of lots of the ability to just pay my whole life away and have a good time like I You know it's you know it's an even more interesting thing to do, and that's doing doomsday. Yeah. So you can set up for exactly what you want to do. You don't have to do, like we're in the colors that I don't believe you can have an instant win like you would in most other colors with Doomsday, but just being able to sacrifice half your life total and get the cards that you need. Ooh, uh peer into the abyss speaking of half your life total. Lose half your yeah. life, draw half your library. And some of these are Oh, already- that would be a good one. I would I would call that I would uh I would call that rolling four reliquary tower on the draw. Oh wait, I lied. I just thought about this Triskelion and you can mic and trike in this deck. Never mind. (laughs) You definitely can do you definitely can kill someone off. Doesn't mean you have to play it. (laughs) No. I just wanted to I was wrong. I wanted to say it now versus later. Yeah. And you you don't even have to do it with Doomsday, you can do that with uh I can't think of the card's name. You can get it out with Defense of the Heart. The creature that yep. you sack the That's creature. That's a good one. I love Power Defense of the Heart. Power People don't play it enough. Protean Hulk. Protean Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this this is another one. Like Abzan is my colors. Um, this is close to Abzan, and I really like what this commander can potentially do. Um, there are a lot, There's already a lot of support, so I'm curious to see what this commander deck is going to bring us with more support for these, you know, this interesting life gain, life loss theme that you don't typically see in Golgari. Like I said, I'm I'm just searching cards over here while we're looking through this. I'm going to put cards that I've never seen in Commander, like Cruel Bargain. Three blacks for draw four cards, you lose half your life rounded up. <laughs> I'm going to just like... Price for four cards. Yeah, constantly hurt myself. Fraying Omnipotence. Each player loses half their life, discards half the cards, sacks half their creatures, rounds up. Like I, I'm going to play... My deck is going to be called Who Hurts You? Me. There's and there's um, infernal contract there's is another draw four cards yeah. you lose half your life rounded up. I'm fairly positive there's a tutor that does the same thing for I think one black or black and and one that like you lose half your life and get to search for a card and put it in your hand. Maybe I don't know. All I know is there's some silly things. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot. Well, like, and honestly, half your life for four cards seems just like so brutal. But in this deck, it would actually. You, you do have. It seems the like they're trying to, to like skyrocket prices of cards that no one ever used with well, printing cards that make them go off. The other thing is like we we have to remember that like this is one mana to put that many counters on it, but like with your branching evolutions and stuff, like you can have a, a like a machine gun walking ballista for like two mana. I didn't even think about walking ballista. You know what I mean? Like you, mm-hmm. you don't even have to yeah. generate your infinite mana to have a monster walking ballista in this deck. You can just, and if you have anything that uh, Illusionist Bracers, for example, would be like it would work on this. And hey, I, I, I paid 20 life for four cards. Let me put 40 counters on Walking Ballista and threaten the whole table. Yeah, you looked at me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's nothing to be said that this can't be a Voltron Commander, even though it's a tap ability. There are plenty of things in the colors to untap creatures, so you could easily Voltron this out and kill someone. Uh, what's it called? There's one. Uh, I can't Throne remember the name of it, but there's a there's a creature where the one one counters follow it to each zone in these colors. Skullbriar. Skullbriar. Yeah. I just put them all on him. <laughs> that's a. That's I a mean, how Ozolith again? Ozolith yeah. is such a good card. That is that's the route I would go. One one counters, but yeah, like I said, I'm just gonna I'm gonna run the the personal hurt in this deck. Is there a creature that taps for mana equal to its power and toughness or power or toughness? Probably. That sounds like a green card, but I don't believe so. You're like, I'll put, (laughs) 
this is actually I'm I, I the more that we talk about this and just the more it, it sounds like a fun way of interacting, but again I I don't play Golgari all that much because you're wrong. No, Selesnya <laughs> <laughs> is just so much better. Selesnya is a fun one. I wouldn't I wouldn't say better. I think that uh, I think that that one's got a lot of really really fun interactions. There's a lot of like, oh, someone's dog's going off. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's a puppy. I understand. Oh, I never even thought about hydras. You could also make hydras enormous. Oh, yeah. That's a, it when you, the primal, the one that every upkeep doubles its counters. Yep. You could do for extra oh, hydra imagine? if you're a bad person. <laughs> Is that the one that deals damage to each other player when it no, deals that, damage to that someone? No, that one's infect, and if damage would be dealt to it, prevent it, and put a minus one counter on it for each one damage prevented. Oh, okay, that's that's pretty neat. But could you imagine? I think it's a colonial hydra, right? The one where it deals damage to a player, deals damage to each all other of them, player. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting them all on him. Oh, uh, well, there is and one. Then, um, oh, you could pull a Benson and key to the city. It. Let me remember what this card is. It's a green infect card, which is what I would like to slap people in this deck with now that I think about it. It's uh you can just make it so that it deals damage unaffected. What is it called? Um Spinebiter. Uh you may have it assigned combat damage as if it wasn't blocked. It's a six mana green Ooh. card with infect. Oh, could you imagine putting it on um what? Taunting elf? Oh yeah. Everything has to block it. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Cock- cockatrice or basilisk? Yeah. There's oh, a there's a lot of really really cool yeah putting it all on something with death touch is hilarious. You could blight steal it. There's my simple brain going. Toski would be oh, so big. I never even thought <laughs> I never even thought about it. But like champion of lamphold to be able to pump it up like that whenever uh, creatures with power less than it can't block. So I'll make my champion of lamphold twenty twenty. Yeah, I died to that in hey, our guys, last uh, Tuesday night gathering. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think that that's going to be a very fun one. I. Personally, like I said, I'm just going to build it like I'm going to see who can kill me faster, me or them. <laughs> Always you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peer into the Abyss is a really fun card to cast, and it's always such a risk because you lose so much. But in this, I feel like it could be fun, especially with an Eternity Vessel out. And then, yeah, let's uh, let's get on to the, the nonsense that is the Simic one because obviously... Ooh, nice baby. Oh, so... Adrix and Nev Twincaster, two blue green for a two-two Merfolk wizard. It's going in my Merfolk deck. Yep. It has Ward two. Whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, counter it unless that player pays two. Oh, and that's then the such best a neat of, one. That's already a strong ability. It. Yeah, that's. I really like that. So Ward is the new keyword because there's a lot of creatures that already have that. Um, but the best ability is if one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many of those tokens are created instead. Oh boy. Yeah, so they made I... like half of doubling season on a creature because Simic needed it. Oh god, yeah. It wasn't that we had doubling season, parallel lives, um second harvest. Yeah, any of those things. We all know that the, the R&D at Wizards of the Coast that make this lovely game for us think that blue and green are the worst colors. So they have to do everything they can to make it a better. <laughs> yeah, it's... This is really it. awesome art. Keep doing it. So so first <laughs> off, yeah, having to having to try to kill it twice is rough. It, like, you've got to pay two mana more on your removal is already, like, a, that's bad. Um, but it also uses the word twice, and they should stop using it because it's so breakable. So the description for the card before we get into it further, it's the Kenrith twins aren't the only unique siblings attending Strixhaven University. The adjunct professors Adrix and Nev, twin casters, teach magical math at Quandrix College. The Merfolk twins also contain another new Strixhaven mechanic ward. Upon paying a cost to activate ward, the controller of the legendary Merfolk can counter an opponent's speller ability. Card's so cool. Yep. No, they they don't know how. Whoever wrote this article is not doing it. You you can't pay for you can't pay two to counter it. That would be so busted. It it just makes it pay two. It's like a cure the glass spinner effect. Yeah. Because yeah, I saw the ward in two colors, so I was like, wait a minute, can I pay that to make them have to pay another two? <laughs> yeah. Even even how they wrote it out, like they 
they have it written out as a totally different mechanic. The way they wrote it out is ward, pay two whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell or an ability, counter it unless that player pays two, but then they say pay two, you don't pay two. I don't know. I don't know what nonsense they're on. But yeah, it, it just is like the Kira or Seor kind of effect. It's very, very strong. But let's go back to what we were talking about with the word twice. They need to stop printing yep. that because it's so breakable. So we did, yeah. like, there's like a meme that's already gone around with Helm of the Host. The first turn you have Helm of the Host on this card, you will end up with three of the tokens. Turn two, you will end up with 11. Turn three, you will end up with 2,059. So it's pretty good. <laughs> and that's with no other doublers or enablers. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> yep. just, just because it's twice, right? So like twice one is two, then twice one three times. Oof. It's, it's a really, really good card is the only way like like what what explanation does it need right like i will avenger of zendikar with 20 lands on the field and make 40 plant tokens like you you don't need to say much about the card everyone on its face can build like this deck like outright like i yeah it's good it's real good i mean if you watch the deck tech on my merfolk deck this just slots right in because everything in there copies and doubles because i have clone legion um I have followed footsteps. I have the um, home of the host. And now I'm thinking I might go a bit more this way and put in things like Polyraptor, Parallel Evolution, Scoot Swarm, Progenitor Mimic. Just go all out. Scoot Swarm is hysterical. Scoot Swarm is fun. I really like to run the card Dual Nature. You never see it. It doubles up cards for everyone. But when you're playing the token deck, you care more. Uh, dual nature is an enchantment it's six mana i believe and it's whenever any creature enters the battlefield that controller of the creature makes a copy of it so it like it works for everyone it doubles up your opponent's stuff as well but it also doubles up for you and it has the downside of if the main card leaves all the token copies as well leave which is a really really good way to be able to get rid of people's uh if they're doing like a progenitor mimic kind of loop and going up with it it's a good way to get rid of it but I know. I just think there's uh, a lot of really, really like tokens need no explanation of why they're good. They're you're gonna. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. I'll make well, six crater hoof behemoths. I get it. Yeah, I, I run dual nature in my salamanders deck, and it's a lot of fun. I, I really dual like that it's so card. So fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like for for this uh, yesterday, because I already know that I'm gonna try or not try. I'm going to build this deck. Yep. And I'm like, I picked up a tender shoot dryad. Picked up my parallel lives. Brian, gets it. Brian understands. Yeah. You should, instead of running the Tender Shoot Dryad, you should run the new elf from the commander deck because you gain life. Tender Shoot Dryad just makes dudes. Yeah. Just so all it does is make. in your upkeep thing. What? No, but no. I would no. also. It's, it's no. all upkeeps. Yep. Yeah. The yeah, new, the new yeah, elf is so. every upkeep. Tender Shoot Dryad's every upkeep. Verdant Force is every upkeep. Oh, the, it's just a lot. There's one mechanic that I love that's in Simic that I would probably like to splash into my version of it, and what that's Evolve. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to try to, if I could, make copies of certain Evolve creatures, especially ones that would benefit me, such as like um, Evolute. Nope, totally forgetting it now. Um, but uh, like, if, so whatever she gets plus one, plus one counter, I Fathom get to draw Mage. that many cards. Yeah, Fathom Mage. Absolutely love that. So... If I'm able to get them going off, then I can just draw a lot. An entertaining card for this would be Amphim Mutineer. Salamanders. Salamander City. Zach knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Is a slotting injury your Salamander, Zach? Um, no. Also, another <laughs> couple of hilarious cycle of cards. I don't know how good they would be in this, but um, Call the Herd, Roar of Worms, Crush of Worms, Beast Attack, and then even run like uh-huh. Marari, so you can copy those and then copy the tokens when they come into play. Well, yeah, like, I miss Roar of the Worms. Call, cards that you are going to want really that you don't, again, you don't see very much. Uh, the things that make your Eldrazi spawn tokens, because doubling up on mana is so, so good. Like an Awakening Ooh. Zone in this is going to be extremely good. Like Awakening Zone's a card you definitely want to pick up for it, right? Isn't Desolation the Eldrazi one that makes it, it's a 10 Desolation 10. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's those. It's the mana scions that you want to get. Yeah, like all of those things that make your ability to sack creatures. Uh, I want like stuff like fecundity, so I can just start running through my tokens to draw more. 
There's the yep. the new card out of Caldheim. The it's a ring and it gets counters on it when it hits eight. You make eight copies of it. So you yeah, the replication copies. replication ring. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My and we're in the right colors for proliferate as well. Yeah. My only issue here is like as much like this. I'm gonna sound like a Debbie Downer. The card is great. <laughs> the art is awesome. Everything is cool. It's just like of all the things you could have done with this, of all the interesting like map stuff and and he died. Zach has disappeared. Zach has uh, reappeared. I'm sorry. No, it's all Did good. you kick him? For dissing the merfolk. Yeah. Zach <laughs> no, starts talking about uh, yeah. my hands nowhere near the the mouse, so it wasn't me. <laughs> Why? Why is this my life? No, I, uh, I think we were no. What Zach was saying, like fin- finish your point, Zach, because you were talking about how the mechanic just doesn't seem unique. I think. Yeah, that's my big problem. Is like I feel, I feel like the old guy, and you know someone just threw their ball on my front lawn, but it's just like of all the things you could have done of all the interesting neat things, you just gave us doubling season on a creature. And then it's like, it's just so powerful. Like it's going to quickly become like the Simic commander with all good reason. And there's a lot of cool and interesting things you can do with it, but it's just like, you give us this really cool Boros guy. That's different. You give us this really cool, uh, Orzov guy. That's different. You give us this really interesting. Is it commander? And then, we have doubling season on a creature, essentially. I, I would have thought it would, would have been really neat if they did something more with the ward. So it has ward or it gives itself and other creatures you control ward. Like like actually going off of that keyword Too or doing something with it. Right. Like a ward commander or even like I said, they, they go so heavily about how Quandrix is like all about geometry and math like the twice is really interesting here but i anything where it's like of oh, this you know copy a spell once for each creature that's in the battlefield this turn or twice for each creature in the battlefield that has the same name something like really interesting where you can actually do math you know uh, i don't know i think we we mentioned like before when they were starting to tease this and how how are they going to make the colleges different than just the rabbit guilds. And I, and you're right. They did a great job with the four other edges. This, this, this is Simic. Don't get me wrong. I am not poo pooing on anyone's excitement. I'm so happy that <laughs> Lotus and Brian and even Dan are like, yes, we're building even this. Dan. I was building I'm it no matter what they put. Whoa, 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 Zach. <laughs> I'm excited too. <laughs> I'm so glad that everyone on the cast but me is happy <laughs> and you guys have something cool. I'm never going to crap on it, but I'm now I kick be- him. Can I, can I tell you why <laughs> yeah. I'm the most excited for this? It's a, for a reason I don't think anyone will, uh, will think of. I just, What's that? I just really like playing Gilded Goose. I just really like that card. Hawk. That's fine. Double up I my just, food tokens. I, the goose is on I the just, loose. <laughs> I just feel like it was a missed opportunity is all. Yeah, um, I think it's on the money. Um, you are going to want to try like start getting Bramble Sovereigns for this deck, so you can like actually make copies of things you want. Oh, yeah, Bramble Sovereign Bramble is a Sovereigns. really good card. It's from Battle Bond. Yeah. It's very hard to find. It's like twenty-five to thirty U.S. dollars all the time. It's two green, green. It's a four-four dryad. Whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield, you can pay two. If you do that, creature's controller creates a co- at copy that is a token. That's a sweet card. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. So, like, yeah, you can pay two to, like I said, I will play Crater Hoof and pay two mana and make two more Crater Hoofs. <laughs> and I'll have my doubling season. My can, can, you double, can you double up on that? Can you pay two multiple times? No, only one time. But you can Stryonic uh, okay. Resonator. You can do all of those things. You can uh, Illusionist Bracers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lithiothorm Engine just slots right in here as well. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm excited... For you guys, I'm obviously like, I could Sakushima. S- yes, are you, getting, <laughs> definitely are you excited ca- yet? Oh no, I definitely thought about that. Like this could go in Salamanders very easy. I'm just mad that it's not something different. That it's <laughs> not something all. better. <laughs> no, it's. I don't think you get much better than this. Like, well, it's Simic, so they so could have made it three instead of four, and it's still been fine. <laughs> Zach, instead of being angry, just go play with your Walking Dead cards and make other people angry. <laughs> Uh, there is there is a lot of cool cards that are going to come from this. Obviously, like you said, Progenitor Mimic is yada, 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 right? You I know, love Progenitor Mimic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What are you talking about, Zach? This is your theme. I know. Re- I just... Uh, just Reflections of Litajar is also another really good one. That one came out. Yeah. 
And that's like a card that definitely needs to be in those. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of mystic reflection. A lot of fun cards in it. Green blue just has so much, so much fun stuff. But like I said, you definitely are going to want stuff like Awakening Zone. Like Awakening Zone has a place in every one of these decks, no matter what one. Like if uh, you can, I'm surprised that you haven't said Field of the Dead, Dan. Well, Field of the Dead obviously <laughs> goes in. Field of, it goes in every deck. Buddy. Don't be crazy. <laughs> That's how Dan's going to win. He's going to threaten you with everything else. Then he's going to escape shift into Field of the Dead. No, on, 400. honestly, I'm zombies. probably going to build it ooze because I just love all of the like biogenic ooze, like the all of those ones. I really, yeah. really like the like bio waste blobs, all those silly things. I, I like the ooze yeah. multi-doubling all the time. It's like one of my favorite things. That's actually a really cool idea. I like that idea yeah. of ooze. I, I love all of the oozes that like just like keep making and I would just keep copying them and going off and off and off. I I don't know. I well, like and what they finally gave an ooze lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All ooze like plus one plus one. No, not that one. Um, I think it's the biogenic ooze. No, not biogenic ooze. Bio waste ooze. The one that makes it Bio- ooze. And it gets plus one plus one to all mm-hmm. oozes. Yeah. I know. There's, build an ooze there's lots. I'd also run mirror pool because mirror pool is really good. Yes, Maripool. I love Maripool. Everyone forgets about Maripool. Yeah, it's a cool land. For anyone who doesn't know, it enters tapped. Yeah. Uh, taps for colorless, or you can pay two in a colorless. Sack it, copy, uh, copy target instant or sorcery. You may choose new targets with a copy, or four in a colorless. Sack it, put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of target creature you control. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, by the way, it says at the beginning of your upkeep too, so you can go back to playing like Sphinx of the Second Sun and playing. Oh, I always like, forget Paradoxes. Sphinx of the Second Sun isn't legendary. Let's double that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> hey, it's, it's not it's not a it's not a multi turn deck. I'm just taking 25 main phases. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. Yeah, I um, like I said, I I personally I'm pretty excited to see what else they what else they give us for it. There's, yeah, there's a lot of cool cards in it. Uh, the face commanders, I'm happy with. Very they're, happy. Yeah. They're all good. No major complaints. Yeah. Um, I thought they were interesting. I, I I think that, like, I have to agree with Zach that the Simic one wasn't, say, the most unique out of the bunch, but I I am excited to try to pick up all of these deck, all these decks so I can play with them. I'm going to build them all for sure, and especially if they start jamming in the same nonsense, oh, if you control a commander, here's a free spell stuff that they did the last time. Because remember, Ooh, these please. are... These are deliberately supposed to be the stronger commander decks, and we've gotten better and better commander decks every time, nonstop, since we did. I would love to oh. see them just shove Anointed Procession into it. I would really enjoy that. Give us Smothering Tithes back in another place. Like, people like that card for some reason. A doubling season. Yeah, I just ram a doubling season into it. The, the dragon <laughs> doubling season into the $40 precon. Set the internet yep. and my wallet on fire. Dockside extortions clearly had to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of really good cards people. came out of Ikoria. Yeah. It sure did. Yep. Yeah. Um, that set was fire. I believe it was last week's episode. Zach was talking about how Ikoria was his favorite set, and it, it actually made me think about it. We're going to do an episode coming up shortly here talking about how good Ikoria is, because I think Ikoria changed Commander. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, like it's... Uh, Akoria is worth the revisit, right? And I'm hoping that Strixhaven gives us something similar, right? I, I really like the kind of wedge style things we got, the, a lot of three color stuff in Akoria. The triomes were like such a such a blessing to players looking for cheaper, fetchable lands. Like there's there's a lot of really, really cool things and so many cycling. Like we had we had the Gavi deck, like you just said, we got Dockside Extortionist, we got uh Fierce Guardianship. Those decks had insane value and stuff, right? Like the Zach just built a Tam deck. Like they had so many usable commanders. Probably the most I've seen. Uh, we had Zerus. That was an amazing card. Halden and Paco. I have two separate decks of like though those commander decks were the the top tier. And I'm really hoping that they try and try and at least come close. Like the yeah. like you, I said, like we, we, we can't have it all. I, I get that. Like not everything can be the best, but they really did a good job. Like I, I really can't stress how good the job they did with those commander decks was. Dockside, Dockside wasn't in Ikoria. Wasn't in Ikoria? I thought, or it was in the Savine deck, no. right? Yep. Okay. Mm. 
just all still, the free spells, just deadly rollock and yeah, yeah, yeah and, 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 and all those things. There has been a lot of really, really good cards put into precons. Like Teferi's Protection, I think, was first a precon card, was it not? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was in yeah. Edgar it was in Ed- That's it. Yeah, Edgar Markov had that one. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, we do see some of those. Like, I really like the for the price you get these commander decks, especially on release. You. You can't go wrong, right? It's the same with like the cheap decks. Like the for us, they're like twenty five bucks in Canada. That's like a great price to pay for a pre built deck, right? That's a, lo- yeah. a lot of them are good shells that you can work on and do stuff with. And yeah, I, I don't know. These are I think uh, I think these ones are forty five or fifty Canadian dollars, something like that. Again, based on what I'm seeing, I'm more than happy to pay and edit my deck up however I want. Like I will buy these decks based on the face commanders alone. I don't care what's in the deck. Everything from here is value to me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Um, Brian, you can quickly let everyone know where they can find all our stuff. Oh, do we want to first mention the no, events the that we're currently going. hosting? The song is going, Brian. <laughs> so make sure to check us out on intothe99.com where you can find all of our content in one convenient place, as well as you can find articles that are written by fellow community members. If you do wish to support us, make sure to check out our Patreon and our merch store. Don't uh, get into the 99. What is it? How does Betsy say it here? Don't just Don't get, get it, into wear the 99. It. Wear it. There we go. Everyone's getting it but me. And then as well, <laughs> make sure to check out our sponsor, Etch Gaming, for all your neat, uh, or not neat, but excellent uh, MTG accessories <laughs> for your kitchen table and your virtual one. We really have to just pre-record this. Uh, two other shows on the network. Definitely check out uh, Parallel Thoughts with Benson and Zach and Brewing It Live with Lotus. They're great shows with awesome hosts. You guys have heard them here. Uh, and, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Later. See ya. Have a good day. Take care. Enjoy enrollment. <laughs>